All right, hello everybody. We're back. We're back with Actune Cthulhu Thursday nights on Garblight Games. We are playing the Shadows of Atlantis campaign, and we're in the home stretch. We're going to start the second last location here tonight. British Honduras is where we are headed, and then uh, from there we're on to the finale. So there's not too much more left in this. It's been it's been a wild ride with a little break in the middle to uh, the Battle of the Bulge. We've gone back in time. But uh, for those who are here tonight to watch a musical episode, I have some unfortunate news to tell you. We, we've spoken about this, and we're going to save it for either a finale or a grand fight. We're going to make a spectacle of it, and we want to plan it and coordinate and maybe do some duets and stuff. So um, it is going to come. It will happen. It just won't happen tonight because, uh, yeah, I think it's something special. That would be great for the finale or something near the end. So Jeff has a number of songs already prepared for us. He 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 did his homework. I like so musical theater, else. man. There you go. Yeah. I didn't know that. Why Jeremy was dropping all the lyrics in the Discord there. Jeremy just does that for fun when we're not planning musical adventures. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and yes, yeah, see, <laughs> see, that's just how it goes. Uh, okay, so we'll do the roundtable introductions. Everybody can remind everybody who they're playing, who their character is, and then we'll jump into it uh, with British Honduras. Uh, Jeff, tell us about Pavel, please. Yes, yes, I'm Pavel Voracek. I'm sorry, my voice is not good today, but I'll try. So Pavel Voracek and Gregor the Marmot. I am Hungarian, dreamwalker, druid. I cast spells and I control the weather and trees start to grow out from underneath my skin and i like to teleport everybody but the the the, the french guy doesn't believe that i can do it well but whatever that's fine i got a new spell as well so i'm very excited Ooh. to try that out so it probably won't happen for like three sessions and uh but it'll be great i'm very excited and i'll probably like critically fail so you know good times you never critically fail. I, you critically succeed. And I also got good sleep. I was so exhausted. I had so much fatigue after the last session. So it's very nice to get some rest. <laughs> Teleporting everybody around the map. Uh, Megan, tell us about Ruby, please. Well, I play Lieutenant Ruby McKay. Um, not that like this is like ever come into play, but um, she's a nurse, and um. Yeah, she uh, her biggest thing is um, she has a thumb knife and she's very ferocious. Um, doesn't uh, doesn't like to wait around a lot. Uh, these folks like to plan things out. Well, plan I use you I use uh, loosely, of course. Um, but uh, I'm patient. Um, but uh, these guys have become. Um, more than just traveling companions these guys are her family her friends her whole world and um has become quite attached to each and every one of them oh i was gonna say it'll be a shame when they die but you guys won't die you critically succeeded everything <laughs> so yay go team <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't feel at anything uh Aaron, tell us about Ul ulrich wolf Right, I'm uh, Captain Ulrich Wolf, United States Army, detached. My war started a little early. I was uh, working as a liaison officer in uh, in the embassy in Berlin back in the early 30s. Well, you know, I thought I was one hot shit spy. Truth of the matter is, I absolutely sucked at that. 
and the Gestapo picked me up. They roughed me up a bit, and then they handed me off to the Black Sun, those Nazi magical bastards who took me to Wellsburg Castle, and that was supposed to be the end of me. Had me over in the dreamlands, digging my own grave, basically to pull this black steel out to forge this sword at my side. But things didn't go their way. I managed to get away and left some bodies in my wake. Got back, and well, the Americans didn't like the hoodoo shit I was spouting, so Professor Deadman told me to stay over there and work with the Brits. I was doing just fine with badgers, commandos, taking out weird shit. And then I got saddled with a babysitting job to watch an Atlantean linguist and scholar as he winds his way around the world looking for artifacts. But I'm here to tell you, that man and that damn road are a pair of badasses. And I gotta say, I think we're on to something here. Thanks. <laughs> Tank. Uh let's hear about Jonathan Morris. Yeah, I'm sorry, Jonathan Morris. I'm a knuckle dragger. That's that's true. Just a lifetime soldier. I've been in this for a long time. I'm the blunt instrument that gets thrown at weird things. There's nothing special about me. Other than I died, then they use some vampire blood, weird things. I came back. Now I catch bullets in my teeth. It's great. You know, me and the mom get along. When I cut off heads, I give them to him. It makes him happy. And, uh, you know, we got the weird dude from a country that doesn't exist, and he's okay. You know, Ruby, she's the best. And I'll work. He's fun. <laughs> That's right. And speaking of the guy from a country that doesn't exist, tell us about Henri. Uh, yeah, I'm playing Henri. He is French. He was so excited for the opportunity to meet another Frenchman to prove his country exists to all of his compatriots. But alas, alas, not, we didn't even get to meet him. And apparently he was affiliated with the Nazis. So it wouldn't have gone over well anyways. And everyone would have thought I'm a Nazi. It would have probably backfired. So it's a good thing we never met him. Yeah, you're not. He is. I know it's the long con. I'm just waiting to reveal it. Um, he is a baguette ninja. One could say maybe baguette ninja angel assassin. Uh, I mean, he's getting a lot of titles, but he trained in the monasteries in the high mountains of France, making bread, wine, cheese, smoking cigarettes, and honing his craft to not only cut, but also slash with a baguette. Do, do you really want to be known as an angel assassin? Yes. That's what, you know, the mask we're about to get, it's going to go on Henri's face. <laughs> what if it kills I don't him? even care what it does. You're just going to put it on. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Uh, <laughs> all right. What happened last time? We finished uh, Persia. Uh, these guys went to a dig site. Uh, hey, shock, surprise, knocked wolf were there. They killed all the knocked wolf. They saw this creature that was rumored to be... Um, terrorizing the area there's a lion creature with wings they saw some fur and something crawling on the cliff it turned out to be a knocked wolf soldier who was mad and eating people's eyes and wearing the, the pelt of a lion they killed it uh they went into i want to say another dimension it wasn't really another dimension they they opened a unseen door due to dabbing ashes on their eyes lighting a fire uh, they passed the door and it took them to the base of this cliff that they're at that the that the knocked wolf were trying to drill into 
they went down there. There's an ancient Atlantean uh, architectural style city that was built. And uh, within it was the actual creature, the lion, the winged lion that was summoned to protect protect the um, the Paladian item that they were there to get. Uh, they found it was actually blind, so Henri just jumped on its back and cut off both its wings, and they just murdered it instantly. But when it died, its its essence, its energy, shot out into the world to come back to haunt them another day. Uh, but they did go in there. They did retrieve the artifact they were sent to get, the Cup of Yima, uh, which uh, is like a remote viewing device. And Ra Ruby grabbed it, and she saw good old moose jaw when she held it she saw home uh they got out of there they got smuggled out of persia and that was that was the end of it now they have taken a plane back to england and from england they have flown to british honduras we're going to the other side of the world we're going to the new world for this one we haven't left uh that side of the the, the planet at all so now we're going to uh, south america which is pretty exciting, but the world war the, the the war has not made its way here. Uh, just another uh, artifact, uh, another paladin is over here. They have been informed by Strang. They have been sent here. They've been sent here under the cover of working for the U.S. Navy. That is their cover. They are to uh, to make contact. Well, they've we'll get into it. They've already made contact. Uh, there was an archaeological party that has gone missing. And uh, it is of some importance to, to, um, oh, what is our, what's our thing called? M. Here, let me out here. Mystic? No. What's our organization called that we work for? Section M. Is it of importance to Section M? So you've been sent here. We'll get into it. This one's a little janky thrown into, but let us start. So it is apparently a quiet late night the darkness is lit only by a bonfire whose smoke is thick and heady almost as if it's been laced with some sort of narcotic herb events <laughs> <laughs> you'd be enjoying that events seem to be moving far more slowly than they should be and the noises of the surrounding forest and the crackling of flames seem strangely muted the only clear sound is that of a feverish chanting which appears to be in Latin for my, whoever speaks Latin here, probably Pavel and Wolf, I'm assuming. I do, yes, Latin. yes. I know, I know Latin, yes, yes. Very proud of it. <laughs> you can make out various words, thunder, lightning, blood, and tribute amongst them. It feels like whoever is chanting is not following any actual known ritual. The form and cadence seem more as if the person is performing what they think such a ritual should be. A terrifying mask seems to hang in the air above the fire. A sick, sickly bluish turquoise hue hangs from a stone column. There is the indistinct shapes of men in the darkness beyond the fire, one of whom appears to be holding an oddly shaped knife, which glints briefly in the firelight every time he moves. There seems to be someone on his knees before this bizarre knife-wielding apparition. An unnervely still and silent kneeling figure. Suddenly, the knife flashes and is raised sharply above the wielder's head. The chanting appears to be reaching a crescendo when, unexpectedly, a gun goes off close by. There is a loud bark of pain, and all hell breaks loose 
As the woods erupt into a blur of action and reaction, the stone column appears to unfurl. The mask is spattered with blood, revealing a chamber behind. You were there. You were here. You're witnessing this. There's chaos. People are screaming. Gunshots are going off. You don't quite know how you got here. You don't remember traveling here. It's like you've just appeared here out of nowhere. What do you do? What do you, how do you, how do you take, how do you handle this situation? Bottle, did you get us here? Did, I, I don't remember. What the hell is I happening? Don't, I don't think so. And that's not quite what my abilities can do. So I don't recognize this place. Jonathan, are you, uh, are you okay? He's just humming to himself, running around. He's punching whoever he sees. You know. Sure. So there are... There are this is normal. There are... I've established long ago. I don't ask questions. You don't see the people firing the guns. You can see muzzle flashes and flares going off. You can hear yelling and screaming in various languages. You hear some in Spanish. There's some English. There's some French, whatever that sounds oh, like. Oh, yes. <laughs> whatever that is. Honoré gets really excited. And people are fleeing. There are men running at you who are uh, from the direction of this ceremony. And Morris is just punching them as they come by. <laughs> they there's don't like seem a chamber to know that's up here. They don't seem to know that you were there. So there's this there's this 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 sacrifice ceremony was happening. There's a stone pillar and this mask above it. And it seems like this this chamber has appeared at the base of that stone, this stone pillar. Is opened up once blood splatter was mm. splattered upon the mask. <laughs> Sprayed, spewed. Is that hey, the mask maybe we're supposed they were to asking... be getting? Sorry. Oh, I was just going to ask Pavel, is that the mask we're supposed to be getting here? Uh, can Pavel make such a such a thing out, Matt? Is there anything he might be able to observe? Uh, we'll say from the, the book of the machine. So there was no diagrams in the book of the machine, right? Um, and it didn't tell you how things worked. But and there was no descriptions. But we'll say with Ehrlichman's notes, this does seem like... It may be what you're looking for. Is it like an actual mask or is it, it just like a, a spectral appearance of one? It is an actual mask. Okay. And we can reach out and like go. You'll have it? to make your way to the stone pillar because you're you're in the distance watching this. You just saw like okay. silhouettes of figures dancing nearby and you're kind of just you just snap too. You don't know where you were before this. All okay. of a sudden you 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 were here together out of nowhere. That is that is it. That is it. We should we should go. We should get it now. No, Rudo run. Henri's stealthing towards the mask. <laughs> Sergeant Morris, we'll, make a hole. Paul will just teleport it. the rest of everybody. Frog <laughs> <laughs> over top of Henri. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> right onto Henri. Just over top of him. Right in front of him, so he slams right into it. Sometimes it's hard to be a Frenchman. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna. I'll follow Jonathan. Sure. So Jonathan starts <laughs> running. He's got a shield out. He's probably just hitting guys as they're running at him. They don't seem to be like focused on you at all. The the men who are running are fleeing, and they're not like stopping. They're not trying to fight you whatsoever. They're just running to get away from these this gunfire. You can't make out who is shooting and yelling in these various languages: Spanish and English, and even French, the fabled French. But you get closer, and you see that clearly this chamber that has opened up and leads down into the earth, these stairs, and the mask is glowing 
with a bluish hue. Um, what are we just, are we wearing our regular stuff? Yeah, you look down you're wearing your, you're wearing like fatigues or whatever you wear when you're out in the field. Yes, my baguette's with me. Your baguette is in hand. Henri is sprinting to the mask. Well, stealthily. Sure. But I guess no one's paying attention. Stealthily sprinting. He's just going. (laughs) Sure. So you're just running, you're pushing people aside, you're going and you're, and it's up on this stone pillar and you reach for this mask and it's large, it's very big. And as you reach for it and you touch the mask, suddenly there's a flash and all of you find yourselves not in the dark forest, but rather in a very nicely furnished drawing room in a large house surrounded by people in evening dress. You all have a drink in your hand. There's a man. He's looks like he's oh probably in his 50s. His little stocky, balding chestnut brown hair streak of gray he's trying to get your attention speaking with a german accent calling out to you repeatedly he's saying all of your names he knows your names in the background you can hear a band is playing what sounds very much like traditional honduran music whatever that sounds like sergeant morris be prepared to smash a hole out of this place Let's I mean, go. Let's go talk to this fella. You you immediately recognize the song as the same one you heard in the woods. Same music, the same tune. Not necessarily like the same band playing it, but it's the same tune. So, uh, Captain Wolf will approach the the, the German in, individual mm-hmm. who is a. Uh, Sir, you clearly know all of us. You have us at a disadvantage. <laughs> yeah, you know, I you know me too. We met earlier. Well, why don't you re uh, reintroduce yourself there? We've had a hell of an evening. He seems kind of confused. He's got a drink in his hand as well. Um, you guys, it's all kind of like clicking. Like you are all part of some sort of like lucid daydream. And you're pulled away from this. He goes, uh, uh, yeah, Julian Lauer. And he holds out his hand. A pleasure to make your acquaintance again. He seems kind of confused, but he's playing along with you. Well, Mr. Lau. It's mighty fine to meet you again. Must be the jet lag getting to us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, indeed. Uh, is everything okay? Every day's a holiday in my world, sir. Summer Christmas, summer Arbor Day. Haven't decided what the hell this one is yet. You see, you seem a little pale, all of you. Are you enjoying your drinks? We should be eating soon. Mm. Yeah, it's good. Spicier than I expected. What is this? It is rum. Oh, oh, this this is absolutely delicious. <laughs> and she she'll like she's still a little like lucid from whatever uh they were on and like that quick shift, so she's a little out of it and she kind of fakes stumbles into uh our host, grabs his arm. Oh God! Thank you so much. Oh, I, I I've lost my feet a bit. Ooh, do you do you mind if you just escort me over there to the ta- to the chair? I'm feeling a bit um out of sorts. Yeah, he gets a little little red in the face, and he smile. He goes, "Oh yes, Frau Lion, I'll gladly I'll help you to the uh, chair." Thank you. He shows oh. you over there. I am. I I must be. It must be the heat. Um, I've, I've completely forgotten where I am. I mean, it's not obviously the first time, but, um, could you, could you refresh my memory you're, while I you're, sit We're here? in Belize City in, in Honduras. 
Oh, oh, right. Right. Yeah. After we came over on, on the ship, right? Right. Yes. You're with the U.S. Navy. You're here for, uh, as part uh, of the ex, uh, ex, expedition. Right, 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 right. And we haven't gone on this expedition yet, right? No, we are going to meet our, our host tonight. And she's going to bring everybody together. And then we'll learn what is going on. We leave tomorrow. Oh, and of course, you have everything planned for us, right? And we've got everything packed. And this was our like our big farewell do. Oh, gosh, you know, it must be your company that's that's calmed my nerves so much that I'm able to, to have everything kind of come back. Oh, you're too kind. You're too kind, ma'am. <laughs> um, oh, the our hostess. I've forgotten her name. Ah, uh, it is uh, Serena Falconer. Serena Falconer, right? Oh gosh, I remember. I I, rem I remember. I was very excited. I I mean, I'm very excited to meet her. Right? Yes. Because it hasn't happened yet. No, it has not happened yet. <laughs> Perhaps you've had too much to drink. <laughs> well, I, I, it has been a long time since I've uh, since I've had rum. <laughs> so all of you are here under the cover story that you're representing the United States Navy on an important diplomatic mission that uh, will require your particular set of skills. Hmm. And you were specifically requested by the Honduran administration to show willing cooperation with a neutral power. So that is why you're here. You all remember that. That is your cover. That's why you're here. You remember traveling here. It just kind of like things just time just stopped and you were transported elsewhere. Now you're back at this party. It's all kind of coming back to you right now. Who you are and why you're here. Can Henri, as she's flirting with this man, kind of look around, kind of observe him too, see if we find any like Nazi paraphernalia around. <laughs> oh something. yeah, sure. He's just wearing a knockable armband <laughs> on his arm. I mean, <laughs> everyone else has been, so, He's you know. Big like Nazi eagle flags everywhere. Like, yeah, you know, maybe there's something everywhere. like a book just, that has yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah, Mein Kampf is on the bookshelf, you know. It's... <laughs> no, you can look around, it's fine. Uh... <laughs> He has like a Luger, you know, the pistol, good. like, you know, you know, doesn't mean you're a Nazi good. if you have a Luger, does it? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, let's do uh, reason and observation. We'll do sight. Hell yeah. This is what you're made for. We'll do one. It's difficulty. not, but that's okay. One difficulty. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh my yeah. God. You look around, you're still kind of, <laughs> you're smelling the smoke from that fire of that ceremony you just had. You touched that mask and you felt like a shock electricity jolt through you and you're still kind of coming to grips with that you can like you you feel almost like a burn on your finger where you touched that mask mm, like when you bake baguettes uh... <laughs> but you don't smell bread <laughs> he pulls out a baguette and sniffs it <laughs> there's blood and guts all over it yeah <clears throat> gross That's a weird idea I don't trust this music. So I do remember the song from that Lansing dude. He told us to remember it. I'm just gonna do my best to hum that to myself, kind of like a little counter tune in my head. Sure. See if, if that you does react. Anything. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you can do the same thing. You can do an insight observation. A one difficulty we'll say here is you're mm -hmm. humming that that tune. Oh good. Inside observation. That's what I'm really good at. <laughs> the Damn. The two of you. Just one, one success is all you need. It's okay. I can do this. I believe in you. Yeah. Maybe we can get some momentum going here. 
No, so yeah, you, you start whistling it, and he doesn't even seem to pay attention. He doesn't even turn around. He definitely hears it, but he's he's tending to Ruby right now, and he can't seem to be bothered with anything else. But you don't see a flash of recognition or anything. Like, you pass the test. You don't see, like, an eyebrow raise or him slightly turn and look around. Nothing. Like, nothing from yeah, him at all. Yeah, it's not even just him. I'm, just, I'm kind of, like, okay. you know, scanning the room sure. as well. Like, yeah. So you're scanning the room, you're walking around, maybe you're walking to the bar and you get another drink, and there's there's also oh, yeah. like hors d'oeuvres sitting out, you walk over there, drinks. and you're whistling this as you're walking around, doing your thing, and nobody seems to even bat an eye. And you also do not rec- see any Nazi paraphernalia lying around. Captain Wolf sidles up to Pavel, and leans in close. Pavel, you got any explanation for what the heck just happened to us? Yes, yes, we were a few options. We could be drugged. Uh, we could have entered into a trance state in which our conscious minds separated from our physical bodies and wandered off to another place. Uh, we could have possibly been dosed with some of that like red stuff that like Ruby drank that one time or something like that would be my guess. Something along those lines. I don't know for sure, of course, but that is just, you know, theory crafting so then more than likely we have an enemy on site here who has attempted to uh play with our brains yes yes i i would do, i just generally assume that everything we do at this point there is probably an enemy nearby who wants to do us harm like maybe really close might be the one ruby is talking to or it could be someone else <laughs> he's german so he's gotta be bad I mean, the French guy was know, bad. Three out of four chance, right? <laughs> you know? That's a good point, there, Pavel. Good point. Uh, can Pavel try to mingle a little bit, just see if she sure. just get a sense? Can he roll observation, to... reason, just to? I just, I just want to talk to folks. Sure. I'm, I'm, and I will I'm, say... I'm just, I just want to chat. That's yes. all. And Jerry did pass his roll, so you, he didn't miss anything. I'll just throw that out there now, because. Evan is like, I'll roll again. But he did, you did, oh, no. he did passes. I don't want to observe. I just want to talk to people. Sure. And just, just try to get a sense of who these people sure. are. Yeah. Like, you make your way around the party. Room. Like, who are these people? Yeah. You, know, that kind you, of thing. you make your way around the room. And these are like these, like from the, the talk. And you kind of introduce yourself and you talk about, like, what do you do? And they, they get into what they do and yeah, things like that. Going, Pavel Voracek, how you doing? Hello. Hello. <laughs> They're all very quite taken by you. You're so exotic to them. But, uh, they're all like high society people, folks, and they're not all German. There's a mix of like local Hondur- Hondurians. I don't know. Hondurans. <laughs> Hondurans. Hondurans. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, there's English. There's Americans. There's other Germans. There's people from all around the world here. They're all like well-to-do high society types or like business owners, businessmen, business women. They're all people with money that are here and this oh. is a gorgeous house that you're in right now you're not at like uh, an establishment or something like that you're in someone's house currently so i just want to try to get kind of go on a charm offensive and just okay. be, you know just be like oh what a beautiful place we have here and such wonderful company like you know what 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 brings you to Honduras? what brings you to this wonderful place other than the beauty of course out of curiosity for the people you speak here, uh, we'll just do like a general milling about. They all live here for the most part. They're not, they're, they haven't made the trip here, uh, the people that you're speaking to. 
their mm. local local no, society. I mean, this 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 uh, this engagement. What what brings you here? Uh, he goes. Oh, it's Mister Lowell. He invited us. He always puts on the best parties. Oh, oh! What excuse is Mister Lau giving for this party? Is it someone's birthday? Is it is anyone's? What? Wow! Is it uh, is someone well, getting married? What is what uh, is going on? Well, we heard that there is a party forming to go searching for those lost uh, archaeologists. That team that went uh, just uh, in the northern forests, and oh. Um, this is kind of the, the party where everybody's being brought together. I heard that, um, oh, the society heiress and aviatrix herself, Miss Falconer, is the one putting this all together. Have you met her yet? Yes. Oh, not as of yet, but I'm sure we will We will have a chat sometime this evening. What a very curious thing to throw a grand party for. Missing archaeologists. How very curious. You don't really need much of an excuse these days, I suppose. <laughs> where are they missing? Like, what, what have you heard? I've heard so many different rumors about where they're well, going. Well, I just know what missing. I've read in the papers. And uh, well, of it's course. Been quite sensational, really, what's been written about. Oh, I, I've just arrived. I haven't had the chance to read those. <laughs> what, what, what have you heard? What have you read? Well, you know, back in uh, July of 39, they, uh, they went to go to an archaeological dig, some runes, uh, pyramids to the north. And um, when they were supposed to come back to Mr. Lau's plantation um, to... to um, take transport back here to Belize City to get on a steamer. They never showed up. Nobody ever came back. So there's been some concern. Uh, I, that's all I've heard in the papers. It's quite, uh, you know, they're keeping quite under wraps. Everybody's, it's kind of the talk of town and everybody wants to know more. You know, we're all here. We want to know more. What's going on? Of course, yes. It's, and it's such a mystery, too. It could be, oh, no, maybe they just, you know, found something there. And, maybe. you know, it cursed them to some undurring, painful right. deaths where they have to just, you know, live in some excruciating pain in some other planar universe. Or maybe, maybe they just, you know, got lost. That could be, too. Well, you know? that's why I heard it could be one of the reasons why they got a party here. Maybe it was a winged lion demon. I don't know. <laughs> That's so oh, preposterous. Lion demon. So oh, preposterous. Stop it now. You are. You have drank too much. That problem is just a wee bit strong for you, I think. I think so. Oh, look at that. Who's that? Oh, the curtain. It's being opened. And it's Miss Serena Falconer herself coming into the room. Oh, uh, the far end of the room. The same thing to you. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Great. <laughs> So uh, all of a sudden, the doors are opened on the far end of the room uh, into a uh, into a drawing room. Swing open, and you see an extravagantly dressed young woman, dripping with sparkling jewels. She sashays her way into the room, and uh, right away, Mister Lowell runs over. He leaves you, Ruby. He just leaves you in the dust. Runs <laughs> over and grabs her hand and kisses her hand in an old fashioned gesture. Breath. And then he takes her arm and accompanies over to the group of all of you. And he introduces her to you. He goes, oh, my friends, this is uh, Miss Serena Falconer. Society heiress and aviatrix. <laughs> she Miss Falconer, it's, uh, it is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. And thank you for uh, bringing us together uh, to take care of this situation. She just like holds out her hand to you. He grabs it in a firm shake. It's a one good shake and let's go. <laughs> she kind of like, she kind of looks at you a little aghast. You could tell she comes from money, kind of person who probably got what they wanted their whole lives. She kind of looks at you, looks down her nose at you. 
Yes, uh, you are the ones that the Navy sent, I take it? That is correct, ma'am. We mm. are sent from the United States Navy to provide our support in this particular endeavor. Well, we are about to eat dinner and uh, meet the rest of our party. So please join me uh, in uh, Mr. Lowell's drawing room, where we will have a lavish meal. And you can meet the rest of uh, the folks that are going to be heading out with us tomorrow. Well, that sounds excellent, ma'am. Sergeant Morris, move out and draw a fire. Let's get us a good plate on that table. <laughs> Don and Don, if I got a drink in each hand. <laughs> so you guys are brought into this big, lavish drawing room. Very fancy. There's a big table. There's three other people in this room already. And the other guests aren't part of this. The doors close behind you when you're brought in. And it's like a private party. Mr. Lowell is comes in with you as well. Julian Lowell. And um, as you enter... Uh, the th there's three men sitting at the table and they all stand and uh, Miss Falconer introduces them. She goes, these men are going to accompany us. First is Mr. Frank Ambrose, an, an antiquarian uh, squ scholar, and he will be joining us for uh, the journey and to catalog and look after anything we may find along the way. And he introduces himself. He also speaks with a, th with a German accent as he greets you. It's got to be more Noctwolf. Uh, I mean, statistically speaking, at least one of these two German-speaking <laughs> men feel underneath his suit coat. There's going to be an armband. Just no. feel it. So he's a man about his mid to late 50s. He dresses like you would expect an academic type to dress. He's got like a tweed suit jacket he's got a vest on underneath he's wearing a collared shirt and a tie uh he's 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 got very sharp eyes and he kind of seems to be like looking all of you over almost like he's appraising each of you i start smoking a cigarette that's okay it's nice it's like 1940 it's normal nobody mm -hmm. bats an eye at you uh next she introduces uh, Sergeant Bernard Ross. He will be our head of security. He's a former French Foreign Legion soldier, and uh, he comes to us quite highly recommended from the uh, the British Armed Forces, who he's currently aligned with these days. <laughs> Your eyes will, light up in French Foreign I will, Legion. <laughs> uh, I will say in French to him, "Be very careful. These people do not believe France is real." He looks at you and replies with a thick Scottish accent. I don't know what you're saying, laddie. <laughs> <laughs> Speak the king's English. <laughs> Poor Henri. You're one oh. ally. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Jonathan is really laughing at you right now. For fuck's sake, speak the king's English, man. <laughs> they don't exist. Hmm. Uh, yes, so <laughs> he's, uh, he's a, a chiseled man. He's an older gentleman. He's probably in his... Uh, uh, late 60s early 70s but he's still he's got the build and the look that of a soldier he doesn't say much he just kind of scans the room he looks at you through these slits 
for eyes that he has. And, you know, despite the, the book and the adventure saying that there are three men, there one of them is actually a woman. And they, she is introduced as Elizabeth Soames. She's a field archaeologist who will be accompanying you. And she comes over and she's really kind of cocky in her, like, the way she moves, the way she, like, she goes over and she looks you all up and down. She looks at you, Henri. She looks up and down. And uh, she's like, what, what was that trash you were speaking? She's American, American accent. He just uh, eats a baguette and doesn't say anything there. <laughs> Don't worry, Miss Soames. He likes to speak in a made-up language. We let him have his way because he's very good at what he does. And what does he do? Makes bread and kills Nazis. So why is he coming with us on this uh, expedition? Because he bakes bread like nobody else. <laughs> he's not. We we're not going to have an oven out in the in the forest. And we're over in South America. There's no Nazis over here yet. It's not the end of the war. Hey. <laughs> hey. You you worry about your expertise, oh. and he'll worry about his. U.S. Gonna... Navy seemed to think he was the right man for the job, even though he had, comes from an imaginary country, so we're going to accept that for what it is. I'm just going to take my extra drink, press it into his hand, and say, just trust us, he's the right kind of crazy to get things done. Into her hand or into... um? Oh, her hand, yes. Even though it described them being three men, there's not three men, there's two men and a woman. In addition yeah. to Miss Falconer. Miss Falconer. I, I know it's disturbing, but he's the right kind of crazy. He'll get the job done. He's just going to, like, curse her in French and just say all these bad things. But he's, like, looking, like, normal. He's just going to just start saying all of these horrible things about her. Yeah, and Bertrand Ross is just annoyed with you because you keep speaking this made-up language near him <laughs> despises you all right so uh your 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 host says please everybody sit everybody sit the food starts coming in as you're kind of speaking and milling about and she tells you i'll oh, take your seats take your seats and i'll fill you all in on why we're here what we're doing and what the plan is so i'm sure you're all aware of the small expedition that left uh, Belize City in 39. Not too long ago, they set out to carry out research on the ruins of Yunay, just north of, oh, I'm going to butcher this, Zunatunich, X-U-N-A-N-T-U-N-I-C-H, Zunatunich. Nailed it. <laughs> Thank you, Jeremy. Jeremy's getting an extra fortune. Uh, their party consisted of an anthropologist, an archaeologist, a botanist, and a surveyor. The team recruited a small number of local guides and headed off in search of a forgotten of the forgotten ruins and undiscovered flora. Hence the botanist. On the way, they visited Mr. Lowell's plantation. She points over at Julian Lowell and he's kind of nods his head uh before traveling deep into the hills of the ko district to yune nothing more was heard of the group for around oh a month or so no one met the party no no word traveled back of them uh talking to locals or people coming back to town and or the city and saying they encountered them and alarm bells started to ring when the team did not return to Lao's estate at the expected time 
and then subsequently failed to make its scheduled rendezvous with either the university or the steamer. Now, we are working on behalf of a third party. Mr. Lowell was contacted by one Lazelle Mayer, Mauer, Mauer, who asked for his assistance. She is one of the ones who funded this trip. She sunk a lot of money into it, and she wants to know what is going on. She wants us to ensure that he is not taken off with anything that he's found, any artifacts. Uh, so we're to find him, locate him, and bring anything back if he is still alive and he has anything on him. Or bring back the bodies to the families so they can put them to rest. They want She wants closure on this expedition. And that is why we're all here, and you all have your very specialties uh, for this journey. Are there any questions? Um, so, like, Ruby clear, clearly has had too much rum. And she's going to go over to whomever is sitting beside her and say, and in a very loud whisper, right? And, and th this is how it always begins. <laughs> sitting at a table, having some dinner with some friends. And there's, there's like... There, there's always like somebody that that like finances it that loses something important. <laughs> Did I tell you once I found a mummy? It was tremendous fun. <laughs> <laughs> the table's all looking at Ruby. I'm giving her more rum. <laughs> Elizabeth Soames goes, I like her. Get me a drink as well. Right? Of course. She's awesome. I'm getting the clue that you're awesome too. Uh, I, love this on, place. On I like you too. Ask. Uh, so, how do we get to these ruins? Or well, their plan. We will leave here tomorrow. We'll drive to Mister Lowell's plantation, his timber plantation, plantation, and from there we'll set out on horseback to these ruins. Hmm. And why do we need these three rich people? Who? Which rich people? Uh, well, the ones we just met. And they all have Frank an Ambrose. Or, yeah. They all have an expertise that they're bringing the table for our, our expedition. It just seems dangerous. Head of to security. Bring civilians. We have a field explorer, and we have an antiquarian for anything we may find along the way. Mm -hmm. Why are you all here? The Navy pushed you on us. Hey. I don't know. I'm not American. <laughs> we we, we were studies. Pushed, we were pushed on anyone. We are dig site experts. We are. This is this. It's true. This time, <laughs> we really are road. experts in dig sites. We are. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not really funny without context, and we're not allowed to give that context. <laughs> What Sergeant Morris is trying to say is that this team has executed many retrievals across dig sites throughout Europe. We were requested by the U.S. Navy to provide assistance as a show of camaraderie and esprit de corps with our Honduran neighbors. That's exactly what he said. Because <laughs> you're cool and we will make sure that this goes cool for you. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you guys have established why you're here. 
successfully yes successfully they see human <laughs> studies human studies uh so everybody's enjoying the dinner it's delicious amazing food the drinks are flowing to no end um everybody engages in conversation throughout the evening uh yeah if there's any nothing else you guys uh want to ask or do we can just fast forward the next day where you journey to mr lowell's plantation Henri wants to do one thing during the party and he will um you know through all the social gathering and everything he will find ruby and kind of uh dance with her for a little bit but he's basically just going to swipe the uh the artifact that we just got back in scry on locations and he wants to scry the location that we just saw in the dream of the temple and the runes and the mask and see if he can see like the cultists and what we just visioned if that's happening now or if this was some sort of weird dream that we had right right you want to know if it's a real place and you want to yeah, see what's or, happening and like there. what the situation is there. Yeah, is it just like jungle and runes, or is it like actually what we saw? Or mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just saying, I probably wouldn't have it on me. It'd probably be <laughs> she brings it to the party that she's got the cup with her <laughs> in her pocket. <laughs> well, her Jonathan stuff. Like we have our stuff somewhere. Back at she, dinner, she's got the compass. She's got the 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 sun thing. Party papers then. Let's see what happens. The only one I would assume Morris just takes his, sh- his shield everywhere. That is like canon. I would. It's my baby. Exactly. Cuts a stake with the sword. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I cut my stake with the baguette. So I Captain mean, Wolf. No. Captain Wolf does have his, the his black son uh, Dejin uh, with him. He it never leaves his side. Yes, and Pavel is wearing his log necklace, but he would like to sidle up next to uh, Mr. Frank Ambrose because Pavel's feeling a little threatened here, like antiquarian academic, as if I'm not capable of this. And so I'm trying to take his measure. I like to think like maybe Pavel is looking at this guy, like who's this guy think he is? And I want to think that like Jonathan is maybe looking at this French Head of security. Who does this guy think he is? Scottish. He's Scottish. He's not French. He is legit Scottish. He did say French. (laughs) No, he was a member of the French. He was a member. French Foreign Legion. French French Foreign Legion soldier. But he was not. He's not French himself. He's Scottish. (laughs) Okay. But he's not French. Uh, It's some sort of code name for a secret group they were with. Because clearly, not real. Section French. Yeah. Yeah. Section French. Section Sacre Bleu. So Pavel really just kind of wants to get a sense of what this guy knows, like what his expertise is, you know? Like, like what have you published? What have you studied? I'm curious, you know, what language do you speak? Say them all right now. We'll say how many we have at the same time. Let's see. <laughs> so you guys all are, are measuring dong sliders. So... A little bit. A little, a little bit. bit. Academically. Academically. So yeah, so you start asking. Um hmm. why don't you make me a um an insight observation test? And okay. let's make it instinct as you're like okay. firing these things off. We'll do up two two successes. I'll I will give you momentum because I want to Thank you. I don't trust this guy. Never trust an academic. Trust me on this. Just trust Pavel. 
That's four Woo! successes. I know everything about Take the you. momentum. Take the two momentum. So you're talking, and he's like keeping up with you. He's doing. He's 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 walking the walk. No, he's isn't. talking the talk. He's and you're you're like oh oh. And then you start getting in line of questioning. You get into a specialty, and you find he kind of trips up, like on something that he in his line of specialty he should know, but he doesn't. And you don't let in that you don't that you notice that he made a mistake. <clears throat> But he seems to have gone off on a whole different tangent, and the things that he's spewing are so wrong and so off base. Um, and he just kind of keeps going with it because he, you, you, he seems he's looking at you, and you seem to be like, yeah, yeah, and into it. So he just kind of keeps going. Okay, okay, okay. So I'll let it go for a while, you know, and I'll and I'll shake his hand to say it is good to have no, another. Another person of intellect, you know, I've been, and he'll da, lean in really da, closely. It's good to have another, another He'll say it brain. loud enough so that everyone else can hear, like, yeah, I have been with people who, yeah. you know, they are very tough and strong, but uh, they don't read much. It's very strange. So it's good. It's good to, uh, you know, meet with them. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. We, you and I will be fast friends, I am sure. Yes, we will spend all time together. We will talk books and we will talk knowledge. It's wonderful. It will be like picnic, but you know, there'll probably be dead archaeologists at the end of this. You're, with your, you're saying all this, and with your like critical success, you can see like sweat, and he's like agit, he's like visibly like agitated. He's trying to hold it together. Mm, mm. Well, enjoy the rum, and I will pat him on the shoulder and sidle away. Yes, you too, friend. And he, like, quickly turns around. He goes back to his meal, and he's trying not to make eye contact with any of you now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will try to, like, lock eyes with Captain Wolf at some point and just, and just like, just make a, make a little subtle gesture, you know, in a way, uh, saying that this guy's shady. Like this guy right here. Right Super subtle, yeah. Right. So subtle. <laughs> Captain Wolf gives the subtlest of nods as he can. All right, can Henri scry or can he not do that? Wherever the artifact's location <laughs> is, because apparently that's sure is you can go to the new. room or whatever afterwards, we'll say, or you just leave the party, you just walk out, and people are like, Oh, that's rude, but whatever. It's Checks. He's French. He's Checks. a weird dude. He's from an imaginary country. He'll do what he wants. <laughs> it's hard being the only one from this imaginary country in the whole entire it's campaign. Hard to be a Frenchman. So <laughs> you don't. So you go to the cup. You take it and you touch it. You don't know where you're searching. You assume it's in Honduras. Seems how you're there. There's Honduran music playing, uh, tied back to the party. But you're unable to quite pinpoint where exactly this may be you've never been there you don't know where it is so you're just kind of like seeing visions of forest and you're seeing different ruins um throughout the country and pyramids and things like that um but without knowing where you're looking you're not getting a clear picture of it you're getting glimpses and flashes of here and there all right all right all right this item sucks. <laughs> and then you know what? I'm going to scry on France. I'm just getting glimpses. Oh, yeah. You see your this. country yeah. and you, 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 you get teary eyed and you miss home. Your nostril is filled with the smell of baguettes. The baguette cigarette smoke. on the mountain. Yes, yeah. exactly. You see all of that. It exists to you. And then I just get sucked into a black hole. <laughs> you see an empty void. 
chair. <laughs> just darkness. Just time and space. Henry's just crying you. into the cup, his tears falling into it. You're drinking your tears out of the cup. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else we want to do before we head out the next day? Well, Captain, uh, Captain Wolf is just keeping his eyes discreetly on the rest of the party, uh, trying to see if uh, there's any other indication that they may have their own inner workings or inner relationships that we should be aware of. Yeah, you feel free to make make same test the observation um, instincts if you want. Okay. You're just kind of reading everybody, their body language, the way they're handling and holding themselves. Two successes. Okay. Yeah, everybody seems on the like that nobody really knows each other. The only two that seem to know each other are Lowell and Falconer. There's some history there. Like you saw when he ran over and grabbed her and kissed mm-hmm. her hand, all that. Uh, there is some history there. They are both high society types. Um, you can tell. But otherwise, everyone else in this room, with the exception of the five of you, seem to be strangers. Like, there's no ties okay. between uh, Elizabeth Soames and and um, the uh, the Scottish Frenchman Bernard Sergeant Ross. Sergeant Bernard Ross. Yeah. And, um, and with Frank, uh, Frank Ambrose. Ambrose. They don't re- there's no connections here okay. between these people. Henri will uh, stalk the sketchy guy throughout the night to see what he ends up doing and if he does anything sketchy. Well, you, <laughs> you don't know he's sketchy. Only Wolf does. <laughs> And you left to go drink a cup. He said he said it really loud or something that this guy was being weird. But he no, said no, it's no. a wolf. I, said, I, I made eye contact with Wolf. And it was just Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> Henri sees everything. He's everywhere all at once. He eats carrots. He has dark vision. <laughs> Captain Wolf will retire after dinner. Uh... All right. Andre's the first to excuse himself. After that is Mr. Frank Ambrose. And then we'll say, I'm going to do my best to be the last man standing. I'm going to bring as many drinks as Ruby and Miss Soames want me to bring. Oh, she's having a great time. She's like listening to all your like escapades and your adventures. She's hanging off every word. She's like, old, like fast friends with the two of you. And she's telling you about everything and she's done. She's a, she's a field explorer. So she's, Tells you about treasure hunts. She's a treasure hunter for hire, she calls herself. And the, no the, way. the various dig sites. She, she's the only person you've ever met that has been to as many, if not more, dig sites than you in your time. That's it's awesome. Crazy. Like, we, we, like, I almost felt like we should have kept, like, a little bit of dirt from every site. <laughs> just to kind of remember it all. Have it fresh. Especially Rome. Oh, Rome was awesome. Rome was great. Oh my gosh. You remember like the, the you know, the guys with the heads? They only had the one arm. Oh, man. Right? Oh, it was crazy. It was. Oh, he had to be there. He did. Man, we should take her. We should. I've, oh never, my God. I've been to many places, but I've never been to Rome. If, if it's on Is your it dime, I'll gladly go. You know what? I would pay for the ticket. You'll love it weird we should and you know i she we could go down we i don't remember we blew up the tunnel you blew yeah. up a tunnel what she I mean, she gets she like leans in tell me more allegedly we totally blew up a tunnel <laughs> what sort of a tunnel where in rome in- i even know this crazy shit under that city <laughs> right. 
A dig site, that lady. <laughs> uh, please don't mention the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> you killed everyone and blew it. Did you blow it up or burn it down? You burned it we down burned it down. Yeah. But we did kill everybody before we burned it down. So we were a little bit humane. Honor, wasn't there. He's innocent. Innocent? Mm -hmm. No war crimes committed by him. That we know of. That you know of. Of course, if you don't belong to an actual country, can you really be part of a war or war crimes? True. You sneaky bastard. <laughs> There's one other thing I think Pavel would want to do. Yes. Actually. Uh, Pavel would like to talk to um, Mr. Lau, if he can get a, get a chance to. Yeah, sure. Uh, and he would like to try, because you said it's a, it's a, plant, it's a plantation. Like what, what, kind of, what kind of plantation like, was it do? Uh, yeah, he gets into it. He's like, "Oh, my my family's uh, timber fa uh, plantation. Uh, my yes, father, yes, my so. father worked there, and he eventually uh, became owner, inherited it, uh, and it is now mine. And that is why we have such lavish things, such as this house and and, uh, and fancy cars and dress. My father worked very hard. I see. Do, and do you work hard as well? I just you know. He kind of chuckles. He looks a little embarrassed. No, I just enjoy my family's money. I do. I I run the business. That is that is how I work. Well, I'm sure that is a very a very hard thing to do. You probably work very 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 proud of the the, the business you have managed to, uh, to 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 run, especially in these difficult times. You know, in the world. You know, there are many things going on, and you are providing for you and yours. It's very very good. Very good. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. we we are so far away from the events going on over in Europe, but uh, but we get we get news of it. It's very disheartening. I was good. Uh, I'm trying. I keep forgetting. Like whenever you talk German, I always like lose Pavel's voice. Like uh, Pavel Volacek. Yes, yes. I was wondering. They said that the last place they the last place they talked to you was uh, the plantation. Like what yes, do you so tell my me plantation. about these archaeologists? Yes. I, I don't know much. We don't get very many visitors uh, up there, but uh, it was quite uh, quite well publicized in the papers that they what they were going there for. We there are a lot of archaeologists, lots of lots of digs, and people coming to Honduras for uh, to for such things. Uh, and I was quite uh, fascinated by the uh, searching for new uh, strains of flowers. They were searching for new strains of. Flowers, yeah, like... undiscovered flora. Oh, how interesting! But I thought they were going to pyramid or something. Well, like that this. was part of it as well. They're going to the ruins. Ah, there, there are ruins near my plantation. You can feel free to check them out before we leave as well. Oh, we very much enjoy going to ruins, but sometimes it gets violent there. But no, that's not not a good word. Uh, so this, the, tell me about these flowers. You said you like, did they find new flowers or is it just like a I, theory I, they had? I, I do not know. They did not return. But but they spoke about it. They expected to find They some? were on the way there. They were stayed with me and then they were they are leaving for the leg of the journey, which the same leg we will take when we go in search of them. I will accompany you. Oh, yes. But they said they specifically thought that there would be a new flora that they could find along the way. That is, that is what they said. They had a botanist with them. I don't know. Oh, how very fascinating. I very much like, uh, like, you know, flowers are very delightful. My friend Ru 
okay, maybe we, now's not the time to talk to Ruby. But she very much likes flowers as well. <laughs> <laughs> Is she oh, a botanist? Geez. Sure. <laughs> She's got a green thumb knife. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so that is why she is uh, she is brought along for this. Uh, oh yes, this Ruby knows uh, just a little bit about everything. To be honest. Ah, very. Well, we I I am sure we will look for this this this, this flora. Like uh, in the botanist is also none of them have returned. It's just all oh, it's no, such a shame. No word, no nothing from locals. Mm-hmm. Not anything. Well, perhaps. We could. Well, I'm sure we will find them. Oh, hopefully, we do not fall the same fate. Oh no, I don't think that will happen. No, 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 no. We are heroes of this story. We will be fine. <laughs> I mean, you possibly could have problem, but you know, the rest of us, we have oh, suffered far worse fates. Heroes, and not out of it oh, without the, issue. The U.S. Navy thinks very highly of themselves. Oh, I am not part of Navy. No, I am just consultant. Ah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. What is your specialty? America. Are you an anti- oh. antiquarian? I heard you speak I... with Mr. Ambrose. Yes, I am very much. I am well-read. I am well-traveled. Uh, a linguist. Uh, I've studied many languages, both living and dead. Uh, I have read approximately seven-eighths of every book ever written. I know most languages, as I said, and uh, I am very smarter than that one over there. <laughs> I saw the two of you. I saw what was going on there. Testing his uh, his knowledge of things. It is academic thing. You know, publish or perish, that sort of thing. Ah, I see, I see. But don't worry, don't worry. I will protect you. We are friends now. You have you have given me food. So you, you gave me food. You fed my marmot. Look at him. Look at him. He's oh. bathing and punching. <laughs> where, is, where, so where did that thing come from? What is the rat? Oh, it's Gregor. <laughs> Gregor, what is this thing yes. in my house? Yes, he very much likes the nuts. You did a very good. Thank you for having them. Uh, well, he was a little bit offended you did not have place set for him, but that is fine. I, uh, it happens all the time. He seems kind of like put off. He says, please keep, please keep it uh, in your. He's it's, pointing your coat or whatever you have on. Is Gregor? He has. You know, it's a he. Uh, it. Okay. okay, keep he in your coat or something. I'm... Be careful. That little that little marmot over there might be the difference between you living and you dying. He kind of chuckles nervously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 Say I didn't warn you. Okay. <laughs> You're both saying okay and backing away from you. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> he's he doesn't know what to make of you and your marmot I was used to that yes <laughs> yes he is uh yeah you want to sc- um case out anybody else <laughs> you're just like uh, you're just like uh sizing up everybody in the room Pavel <laughs> I mean, you know, taking stock of things. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess, I guess I could talk to a Scottish Frenchman. <laughs> I will. If no one else wants to say anything, I'll go to him like, "Hey, hey, guy." He just kind of grunts. Name? Uh, he's got a drink. Bernie? He's sitting there in the corner to himself. I bet you, my friend Jonathan could kick your ass. 
Jonathan just happens to be looking over in your direction, raises his glass, and like nods his head. Hey, I'm right there. Wipe the floor with you. You seem get a furrows his brow. Ah, uh, none of your nonsense talk there, lad. Uh, move on. I've seen what you've been doing in this room. I don't have time for. I'm just shite. trying to get get your measure. Is all. That's all. Sitting here like wallflower. Not Le- saying anything to anyone. Leave me be. This is party. You're supposed to socialize. It's not party. How are we supposed to trust someone who can't socialize with us? He, he takes his drink and he says, I bid you all a good night. And he leaves. Rather, rather annoyed. Okay. Well, I think that's everybody. <laughs> Jonathan, <laughs> he said he could kick your ass. Son of a bitch. Right? That's what I said. I'll remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) So it's about these tunnels. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, go on. Uh, The three of you, you, everybody else leaves. It's the three of you that are left at the end of the night. I don't know. Do you all, you just kind of pass out there in that room? (laughs) drunk it's a contest because nobody wants to be the last you can tell she she knows what you're doing and she just keeps drinking and just tell tell me more tell me more fascinating tell me more about what you've done <laughs> yes oh yes. yeah <sighs> strings of bad luck to narrow escapes i've seen it all i've done it all you know i like i i'm quite skilled at traveling the globe on other people's dime I've seen a lot of things. I've been in deep in the forests of South America. I've seen temples and treasures you couldn't even imagine. I've traveled over to Africa, uncovered tombs and ancient sites. And over in, in Asia as well. That's awesome. I don't even understand what half the stuff means. We just, like, this <laughs> other people a lot smarter than me. I just go in there and get things. Ruby's real smart. She, <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she leans in. You're all drunk. You're all giggling. She goes, "We work for the same people." And she like winks, like over exaggerating because she's really <laughs> drunk. And she like makes an M with her fingers. <laughs> Just ends up being a W. <laughs> yeah, it's a W. But you're all upside down in the room spinning. So you're just like, oh. <laughs> wait, wait until Ca- until Captain Wolf finds out. He'll no, sh- don't tell the others, especially that weird one with the bread. I don't like oh. him, but I like the two of you. Oh, oh, Henri, he's 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 amazing. You should, you like this last time. Oh my gosh, you had this big. Well, Morris, Morris, you were there. You were there. You tell. You tell him the story about like the lion with the wings and like there was like ruins. It was great. He stabbed it through the wings. It was great. A lion with wings? Yeah. That's almost crazy. preposterous as his accent. I mean, he's crazy. It's fine. Okay, I see one bottle left. I, All three of you are eyeing it together. <laughs> it's like... Let's she holds out her cup and it's shaking. She can't hold it straight. 
Yeah. And the three of you we drink- finish the bottle into the night, into the into yes. the morning. Sounds good. I feel like I would have passed out exactly where I was sitting. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe all three of you didn't. Morris, did you <laughs> get up and leave? The three of them are all just like sitting back to back in the middle, <laughs> middle of the, of the room. room. The room just reeks of alcohol. Uh, three, yes. Yeah, sitting back to back in the middle of the room. <laughs> they push the table aside. <laughs> all right. Best mission ever. Next morning, you are rudely awoken, and you're all you're very hungover. The three of you, everybody else, you're woken up, uh, and there are three cars waiting for you outside and you're all like get your things mr lousy get your things get your things we are leaving we're leaving for my plantation let's go i've arranged uh transportation we must leave you beat it aaron (laughs) (laughs) sergeant morris i'm here to tell you i'm somewhat disappointed in your state (laughs) and i have to tell you if we had time You'd be doing push-ups until you vomited that mess up. But we don't have time, so get in that vehicle. I promise I will serve up that vomit to you on order, sir. <laughs> so I have no doubt, Sergeant. These are rather large, ruby cars meant for many people. You guys are all shoved into one. Uh, the, the head car is the one that uh, Miss uh, Serena oh, Falconer is getting into. Hers is really fancy compared to the rest of yours. And Mr. Lowell is up there with her. And then um, the other three, Ambrose, Soames, and Ross, are in the third car. And it's identical to your car. It's, it's nice, but it's not as nice as Miss Falconer's. So you guys take off. The, you've been told that it's going to be about a, a, a complete day's journey to get to uh, Mr. Lowell's home. And um, you guys are off. But uh, you guys are making your way down the bumpy dirt pack roads. It's killer on your head, Ruby and Morris. You're trying to hold it together. It is not a relaxing ride at all. And about twilight, you guys are still traveling. When all of a sudden the cars, all three of them just stop and just start coasting. And the headlights also just turn off. And they all come to a coast dead in the road. All at the same time. All three in a row. And you see the doors open and the the drivers who are driving the cars, they're getting out and they're lifting the hoods and they're trying to figure out what's going on. There's not a lot of light here. And they're, they're doing their best. They're holding a lighter under the hood, which isn't a great idea, but they're trying to get some light to see what exactly is going on and why all three of these cars all died at the same time. And like everything, like I said, the headlights and everything, just kind of engines all went out all together in unison. Captain Wolf will jump out of the, tr- out of the car and get himself in a defensible position. He's like, this is not normal. No. Head on a swivel, everybody. And he pulls all up. Right. He's got his carbine out and ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Morris, do not hop it down my back. Time? It's it's oh, twilight. Dusk, if you will. Dusk. I will not. Honorable <laughs> uses dark vision. Go looking out into the forest. Yeah. Yeah, you start scanning the forest. You can make me an inside observation if you want. Seeing. Uh, if anybody and wants uh, to. He think... will uh, whisper to Ruby. 
to pull out the compass and see if anything is weird. If anybody That's wants to, they can go over to the car and they can take a look under the hood with the drivers. Yeah, you can pull the compass. You pull the compass and it's just spinning like it normally does when it's not near anything. It's just kind of spinning in a clock in a counterclockwise circle. Well, by God, I'm not Harry Hammer, so I don't know a goddamn thing about a car, so I'm going to hold my position. I was thinking that. I'm like, this is perfect for Harry. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Pavel will go over, to the, go over to the hood at that point. You know, over the time. He'll do the classic man thing who doesn't really know what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. Sort of pull his pants up a little bit. Ugh. Well, no, I had the brother-in-law very good with machines. Uh I didn't. I. I'm not. But he was was excellent. May, might I take a look? Uh, he looks. He goes. Oh yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. You know. You know. What you're doing. I don't have any idea. It just. It just went dead. And he right. kind of steps aside. You can make me an insight vehicles or insight engineering role if you'd like. Okay. So there's no reason Pavel would know any of this <laughs> other than if Harry told him. That's the only reason this would ever happen because I don't think Pavel knows anything about machines. Uh, ins- what you say it again? Insight vehicles, insight vehicles or insight engineering, whatever you have better, which is probably neither. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't have anything in either of those. Uh, right. So, this is, yeah, whatever. Got one success. <laughs> one success. You're looking at it, and you're you're like you're you're bullshitting with this guy. Like you know what the problem is. You're pointing. It's like oh, it's right here. It's. You know, it's uh, it's your. I think it's your rotator cuff, possibly. It might be out of joint. You might want to grease that up a bit. As you're pointing at it, and you're telling him this. All of a sudden, all three engines come back on at the same time. The headlights come back on, and the the cars seem to be running like normal. Well, like I said, my my brother-in-law, very intelligent, told me everything he knows. Yeah, I got it, pal. No reason to feel ashamed. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yes, everybody go ahead and, and who's there with the exception of Pavel, Pavel, you, you're rolling, you're helping with the car. Everyone else who's kind of fanned out and in the, in the woods and everything in the uh, surrounding the road, just make me an, an, in, uh, no, we'll make this one. No insight, insight observation and no specific. Um, so ooh, thank you. Ooh. Focus. Oh my god! <laughs> I'll take two some. in a row. I'll take some of that. <laughs> Get them out now. Uh, with your one success, you guys are there, and you're so you're you're gathering things. The cars start back up, and you think this is you know this is a strange occurrence. It's weird, but I'll say, um, Wolf, you notice. Give you guys. Uh, oh, it was only you only need one success. You didn't gain any momentum, but um, hmm. you notice that like you're looking at the 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 sun. It's going down, but it's higher in the sky than what you swear it was like a few moments ago and you you look at your wristwatch and like it it's an hour earlier than what you swear it was a few moments ago mm. pavel we have yes, a problem Captain wolf uh yes okay so i think i got this fixed let me go see what's going on with yes captain sorry i had to help them with the engines uh it's perfectly all right everything Under- good yeah mighty fine job there pavel Ah, thank you, thank you. When we when the cars uh conked out, it was uh dusk. We have just gone back in time one hour. Right. Yes. Yes. We could have gone back in time. That's perfectly. That certainly could be it. We could have also gone forward in time too. You know, when you deal with like 
you know, extrasensory creatures and things and, you know, different shifts in time. Yeah, we could have gone back in time, could have gone forward in time. Yeah, our whole perception could have been completely, like, we it, honestly, you know, it really could be anything right now. Bubbles, so we, you have got to focus up. What does this oh, yeah. mean for us? Right. Uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like maybe... Uh, yeah, I got nothing. Uh, sorry, <laughs> this is uh, this is this is uh, this. Yeah, this is strange. I don't really know. Like lost time, maybe. Everyone have your stuff. Like check your things. You know, got any scholars or anything that you don't expect to have? All right, everybody, here on out. No more drinking. Weapons at the ready. Clearly, there's some weird hoodoo going on. And uh, Captain Wolf will sidle up to the first car to uh, talk with Mr. Lau. Yeah. Yes, yes, uh, the cars are running again. We should get going. One moment there, sir. Okay. Has anything of this nature happened between your plantation and uh, and our, and our uh, deparkation location no, in the past? Is, no, this is very strange. I've never seen this before. Very odd. And, all, uh, all three cars. And have you noticed that it is lighter out now than it was when the cars went dead? He looks up the sky and he goes, oh, yes, it is. Uh, the sun is lingering tonight. Right, because that's what the sun does. Have you ever experienced a similar <laughs> phenomenon before in these woods? I can't say that I have. What are you saying, Mr. Wolf? Well, I'm saying it's a mighty peculiar situation when all three cars die at the same time, come back at the same time, and we go back in time one hour. But clearly, this does not bother you, so we will return to our car and continue to make our way forward. I, I'm confused, Mr. Wolf, but, uh, yes, this is very strange, very strange. He looks at his pocket watch. He's, Indeed, my, it seems my, uh, my watch stopped about an hour ago. Right. Now, while he was talking to these guys, he was clocking both Mr. Lowell and Miss Falconer to see if either one of them had any sure. reactions to what he was saying. Yeah. So go ahead and make an insight observation. You can do sight on that. All right. We'll see how many success you get. And yeah. Two, Two successes. successes. Uh, go ahead. Give yourself a momentum. And um, he seems... He's trying to keep up with you, like, as you're telling him this. Like, he genuinely seems confused. He's getting his watch. He's trying to keep up. He's like a son. Um, when he tells you he's never experiencing like this before, he seems genuine. Like, he seems like he seems flustered by the situation. He seems embarrassed because he's got all these these guests and that this is happening. Uh, it's been a long trip. It's been almost a day for you guys to get here. Um, she seems indifferent. She seems like she's kind of listening to the conversation. She doesn't. Her interest is not particularly piqued by it. Um, per se, uh, but she's completely indifferent to the si to the situation. She's more annoyed than anything mm -hmm. uh, that the cars have stopped, but not in the well, same fashion as him. Well, Mister Lau, don't give it a second thought. Let's go forth and and get to your plantation. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's go. We've we got another hour or so, and uh, the drinks will be served. We'll have dinner. They're expecting us. The cars, everybody piles back in their cars and they set off down the dirt packed road without incident for the, the remainder of the journey. 
and actually within about half an hour, you guys find that you are there. You come to this grand plantation house. Um, it's not quite as fancy as a state house that you came to in Belize City. Or you just came from. Um, but it is it is nice. It is very nice. You're in the middle of nowhere right now in the jungles. Uh, you are greeted warmly by um, Lowell's estate manager. His name is Quarry Morales. And he escorts you all to your rooms and makes sure your baggage is brought in and lets you know, he tells you that uh, dinner will be served after cocktails and to please make your way back downstairs once you've settled in and freshened up for, for drinks. And he leaves you all to your rooms. You all have your own room here as well. It's large, large uh, house. And um, as you're walking through and like as you're going to your rooms, you notice that um, it contains an eclectic mix of Central and South American artifacts. Most of it is Honduran, but there did seem to be you saw some examples of uh, Mexico and Bolivia uh, as you're making way through the house. At some point, we've had some travel time. Yeah, probably wouldn't be a bad idea to let our commanding officer know if you're willing to believe you know, the words of a woman deep in her cups. Apparently, Miss Soames is also, you know, on board with us. You know. What do you mean? She's part of Section M? Majestic? Majestic, yeah. All right. She well, says she's a freelancer, but, you know. Well, let's be clear. Let's not let her know who we actually work for in case she doesn't work. For Section M and is just trying to draw out facts from us. You know, spy shit. Right. So I'm assuming, Sergeant Morris, that you and Lieutenant McKay did not tell her that you were actually working for Section M while no you were in your cups. Nope. We got <laughs> her to talk. Absolutely. I never specifically said a damn thing. I talked a lot about people that I've murdered. Mm. And, and you did not you did not clue her into any of our recent missions in uh, retrieving any of these artifacts in case she is actually here to steal them from us. I mean, we did talk about being in Rome. Sard Morris, you were making me cry on the inside. <laughs> I was. I've never really done spy shit, sir. It's not really my thing. I'm sorry. That is all right. From now on, you will you will assume the pose of Wiley Coyote when you are speaking with that woman. You will keep your ears open and your mouth shut, Sergeant. All right. Yeah. Clandestine. It's my new middle name. Oorah. Oorah. Yeah. So <laughs> like I'm a spy now. <laughs> So, like, it's curious, right, that they they came here first as missing archaeologists, and this was the last place they were seen, and that's it. No one saw them anywhere else, and then we come here. Now we have this weird thing with time, you know, uh, which is kind of strange. So, like, I don't know, like, maybe we should try to sneak out and, like, look around plantation. Maybe there's, like, something here or whatever, you know. Why don't we also, just go to the ruins? Oh, yes, that's right. There are ruins here. Yes. Fucking good idea. I can't think of a single time a stealth operation has failed us. There will probably be Nazis there, too, so we should probably take (laughs) weapons. 
Mm-hmm. All right, I like this plan. Everybody, let's arm up and go check these ruins out. I love it. Before dinner? Are we going before or after dinner? Yeah, I want to know. We will go after dinner so everyone does not uh, wonder where we have gone off to. See, this is why you're the captain. Of course, that also means, Lieutenant McKay, that there will be no repeat of the two bottles of rum you drank last night. Two? Two? Right. That I was aware of before I went to bed. Right. Uh, I, it was know, too. It two was too many. I'm sorry. It was too too many. Too too many. Is that too? No, you're you're abs- Don't worry, Captain. I am not going to repeat uh, last evening's uh, misgivings. Um, I I am not feeling too well, and I uh, don't want to repeat myself. At least not tonight. Yes. Well, I like this plan then. We'll meet after dinner. <laughs> All right. So, also, you guys. Also, real quick, maybe check your things, you know? Like, we had that weird thing where we like woke up, we were at one place, and then we were at another place, and then we have this weird thing with time and everything. Just, I don't know. Maybe check your things. Make sure everything's where it's supposed to be. And uh, I'm going to go check my stuff and freak out because the cup isn't there. I haven't noticed it this entire time. <laughs> missing, and I'm gonna come out and um, uh, whomever um, Pavel, I'll see you in the in the hallway. Pavel, Pavel, come come into my room quick, quick, quick! I and I pull him inside and shut the door. And I'm like, I I don't I don't know what happened. I I don't know where the cup is. I haven't seen you know the cup where where the last thing that we got. I know I was supposed to hang on to it. I know I was supposed to. And I thought I did. I thought I hid it. I don't know what to do. He stole it? Is that what they're saying? Someone's just taken it here? I think somebody's stolen it. Oh, okay. Gosh. Yeah, we should, we should, we need to tell the captain. We need to tell. He <laughs> needs know. to know. Okay, and then and then we'll tell Jonathan and he'll like, you know, kill everyone here and we'll go through their things and we'll get it back. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. We found it once. We'll find it again. There. And she gives him a, a kiss on the cheek. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'll uh, uh, on the on our way downstairs. I'll just go to um, Captain. So, Captain, I I did what you told me. I looked through my things, and it would appear that I'm missing a cup. Lieutenant McKay, are you saying a cup or are you saying the cup? The cup, the cup, the, the like crystal cup. Good yeah. God, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know if they have firing squads in the Canadian Army, but bye, Henri. We oui, are. Oh, I didn't know he was here. I guess I teleported. <laughs> <laughs> we need your ninja skills. Someone has. Acquired our cup. Oh, you mean this cup? Good God, you're a good man. <laughs> He's using what? it as an ashtray. <laughs> yeah, just dipping my ashes in it. There's like a, a pile of cigarette butts in it. It's like 20. <laughs> Lieutenant McKay, if you ever doubted why the French sent this man, this is why he is one hell of a ninja. Oh, absolutely. This- 
You know, this cup sucks big balls, by the way. I tried to scry on the runes and see if I could, like, you know, see if the, the imaginary dream thing we had to see if there was cultists. And the powers up above told me there was nothing but trees. So. Well, that was good thinking anyway. But I'll hold on to it since, uh, you know, I, I Ruby's can't be been drinking a lot lately. So, you know, a little I awkward. I've been I've been compromised. Yeah, maybe you should do a little bit more of this. <laughs> no, it's great. She was doing social reconnaissance. Ruby was magnificent. But you know, if you want me to like check out this treasure hunter lady, I could go sneak around. Oh, she's she's one of us. She's part of section oh she's she's part of section M. She's, oh. she's part of us. She did the other thing, right? Yeah, if, I thought it was like Midwest or I something. Know. Then no, but we Either never do that. that. I don't understand. Either that, or she is a spy pretending to be part of Section M to draw us out. Mm -hmm. That's like doing the secret handshake that nobody knows. Holy! I really Spirit. hope I don't have to kill her. That'd make me very sad. That'd make me sad too. Well, we'll put a pen in that plan for now. Like a a, a pen, like food, like. <laughs> okay. No, I've made peace with it. I'm ready. <laughs> Excellent, Sergeant Morris. Well, let's have some dinner first, and then we can uh, go check out these ruins. Sure. So you guys head down. Uh, it's, drinks are being served before dinner. Um, like I said, there, there's 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 a waiting room, and it's filled with artifacts. And uh, the only one who's down there so far is Mr. Ambrose. And he's looking around at all the different artifacts and things hanging on the wall. Uh, Wolf and Pavel, both of you, go ahead and make me an uh, insight observation. Sight test, please. As you walk down. Okay. Is that uh is that accurate? The uh momentum we have there? Uh it should be. Yes. Three, yeah. Yep. I'll use one. Why not? I'm gonna use one too. Three Ooh, successes. Okay, all you need is one. You're good. Take take the rest. Uh, Three successes. Two of both of you. Wow. Because because both of you were kind of like onto him. You're watching him and you're studying him, and he appears to be making like careful mental note of like sizes and shapes of these things and you, you see me kind of like he's looking at it, he's like counting himself he only swear he's almost like like under his breath talking about dollar amounts of every piece he ha he picks up and handles and he's oh seven hundred seven hundred dollars oh oh thousands of this one and he's like kind of talking to himself and then he's kind of like he sees the group view and he kind of stops and he greets oh hello hello Welcome. Hello, friends. Ah, How yes. are you? I was appreciating this uh, this fine collection. Mr. Ambrose, let me be very blunt with you. I do not give a rat's ass if you are a thief and you are planning to steal every goddamn thing in here, but we've got a mission to execute first. If you get in that way, Sergeant Morris will put your head in your ass. Are we clear? He's like, eyes widen. <laughs> Uh, yes, very clear, very clear. Uh, Excellent, sir. I hope you have a wonderful dinner. He excuses himself when he sees you when you give him that opening. <laughs> he leaves the room. You know, where do you think they found these people? You know, like, like he seems, he's crooked looking to steal stuff. The other one seems terrible at this job of head of security. I mean, we were assaulted by some sort of thing on road and he didn't do anything about it, knew nothing mm. about engines. So like, I don't know. I wonder. He's also a fake Frenchman. I mean, this is really fucked up. 
That is true. We I are mean, clearly going to be on fake. our own I mean, here. come on. What? <laughs> <laughs> if you multiply two negatives, you get the positive. So if he's a freight Frenchman, does that mean he is real? Uh, this is why I don't ask questions, Pavel. Come on. Ruby, pull out the compass for kicks and giggles. Right, right, right. Pull it out. Sure, so you pull it out, and it's still spinning like it was on the road. And, you know, just uh, double-checking. Yeah, well, as you're double-checking, there's one item in this room that catches all of your attention. It's that of a golden mask. Approximately what? 18 inches across, 12 inches high. Resembles a bearded man. With uh, with wing-like tortoise blue eyes and heavily ornate ear decorations. Uh, it's The image itself is a little unsettling, but you guys realize it's very similar. It's not the same mask. It's different materials it's made of, but it, that of that dream, that lucid dream that you all experienced at the party the night before. Um, I'm going to go over to it and pull out my thumb knife. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just shank the shit out of it. Just... <laughs> Slip my finger, and I'm gonna like like squirt blood on it. Okay, what happened in that? You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Uh. Ow! Stop! Ow! (laughs) My thumb knife. It's not like I'm like slicing my hand open and and like gushing blood on it. It's just a little bit of blood. Pavel, make me an insight. Um, academia. We'll say okay. not. Uh, this would fall under cultism, art or history. Okay, not open uh, occultism. Finance. Finance. I'll use a momentum. So you break out an a- uh, abacus. You start. Uh, two successes. Yeah. So it now dawns on you this the statue the statue this mask is a depicting a deity uh, of Mayan culture uh, possibly it's. Itzamana, I can't say it. Itzamana, Itzamana, uh, deity. So this is so. There are many of these, uh, and is the Mayan god of the the heavens, day and night. Okay, so Ruby is putting is smearing blood on, and it. so is she's, she's and, and as this dawns in here, she takes out a thumb knife and she's smearing blood across it. Well, you know. Oh hey, uh, so. You know, now that I think about it, it like when you put the the blood on it, that definitely it it sparked the memory. I didn't really notice it before because the color was a little faded, but that you've put some color, uh, and then I'll explain. Like, sure. uh, it's curious. It is this deity of day and night, and we had problems with day and night on the way here. That can't be coincidence. And it's... I, I've stopped. I've stopped thinking about co- the coincidence. They don't exist. It just. It is hard, cold fact, and and I'm starting to feel a little bit awful for smearing blood on this like <laughs> mask. Mister Lau walks in. He's like, oh, "What have you done to my mask? Oh, priceless oh, uh, artifact. Don't... What is what is?" Oh, <laughs> As Ruby's standing there with a thumb smearing, <laughs> smearing Ruby's thumb across. What? Okay. I'm 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 so I'm I'm so sorry. That's what you get for ditching me. Uh, dinner is served. I will have someone clean that up. Please, please do not touch anything else in my collection. Mr. Lau, yes. speaking of that mask, where did you acquire it from? Where was that particular mask found? Uh, 
I believe it is. Uh, it came with the house. Uh, I don't know. Perhaps my father picked it up. Uh, it has been here as long as I can remember. Well, it is quite striking. Thank you for the abbreviated history lesson. Yes, uh, indeed. Uh, dinner is is getting cold. Everyone else is can there. I, can I ask him a quick question? Like, do you sure. know it? Uh, like, like uh, Papa will play them. Do you know what it is? It depiction of like. Uh, it is mine. I know that, but I don't know much else. Uh, I'm oh, sorry. I'm, I, I am I am a businessman. I deal in timber. Perhaps Mr. Not, Ambrose might know. Yeah, I saw yeah. him. We, we we saw him perusing your things. He was very very interested in your in your oh, collection here. So maybe his, he knows. This is his specialty. Oh, yes, he did seem to be putting a price tag on everything that he looked at. He looks here like confused. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, perhaps. What I'm trying I to tell you, I need to update sir. my insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying he's casing the joint? That is exactly what I am saying, sir. I am fairly certain that he is casing your joint. Uh, he is a strange man. We'll keep an eye on him. Thank you. I appreciate you bringing it to my attention. Not a problem, Mr. Lyle. I appreciate your hospitality. Please, let's let's eat, let's eat. Miss Falconer will outline uh, the options for tomorrow and what we will be doing. He shows you in. Uh, again, it's not as grand as where you guys were. But large table, every seat there, all waiting for you. All the familiar faces, the rogues gallery are in here. Um, you guys take your seat and Miss Falconer just kind of briefly goes over like the plans for tomorrow. We have a couple of options. There are um, some ruins nearby. Uh, if, if you feel there is a need or necessity to go there and, or if there's anything you believe tied to the expedition, it is said that they did go there before setting out. You're free to go there in the morning after breakfast. It's about a half day's travel. Uh, you'll probably need some horses to get there. And then when you're back, uh, we can leave um, for the ruins themselves. And that'll be a full day's travel from here. But I'll leave it up to you tomorrow. We can decide over breakfast what we want to do. If we just want to head straight out, or if you want to uh, check out the local ruins as well. That sounds like a mighty fine plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She leaves it open to you. Everybody's kind of hush after the long travel like day of travel in the car um people eat their food most people don't even finish their plates they excuse themselves they're yawning much like ruby and are excusing themselves for the night knowing there's another long day of travel ahead of them tomorrow this time on horseback it's gonna be much more uncomfortable compared to riding in a car today so people start filtering out as they finish and wish everybody a good night and everybody seems rather rather tired so it's it you, you don't need to make a grand scene you could just get up and leave if you want and, and nobody bats an eye at it i mean we don't Someone need to make a grand scene but no but you <laughs> pavel pops but we out. might but, as well <laughs> right i'm just gonna be eating eating everybody's leftovers because if you just gotta throw it away this is good food it is great food oh yeah <laughs> Captain Wolf cleaned his plate. He's an old soldier. He knows you eat when you have the opportunity. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right, you guys eat up. Is there anything else you want to do this evening other than sneak out in the middle of the night and go to the ruins? 
Nobody else at the party or anything like that? That'll no? about do it, I think. Okay. Yeah. All right. So everybody excuse themselves. The the folks who, who work here, they're straightening up and cleaning up. And yeah, so you've been told it's about a half day's journey. She she would have told you where it is from here. Like if you could have inquired and she would have told you, you know, east of here and things like that. You could have gathered general details during dinner. Um, like when you say half day, are you saying like it's a six hour ride out there or? Uh, when you get details, it's more like a three or four hour ride. What? Okay. So round trip i'm sorry round trip so about an hour and a half each, oh, okay, okay, each okay. way round trip because because if you go tomorrow morning you'll be you'll go after breakfast she said and you'll be back by like lunch and then you can leave for the other ruins but those the other ruins are a full day's travel from there okay. so yeah about an hour and a half each way okay so are you guys stealing some horses and going <laughs> that's Hell, a borrow one hour and a half on yeah. horseback are you stealthing and and getting some horses? Yeah, I will guide the party. Horse. You could just go get them. Uh, okay. Well. Couldn't you? Or do you want to bring everybody with you? Like, go get the oh, horses. Oh, like, I, I could just go get them. Myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of yeah, like dragging everybody with you one at a time. All right, this is your horse, and this is your horse. You get this one. You get the pony. Yeah, just make me a stealth test, please. Sure, I'll spend a momentum. You don't want to get caught stealing horses in the middle of the night as a guest. Alright, let's get some momentum back. Take yeah, fill your momentum up full to six. And yeah, you, you go in there and you get you know get the saddles, you put the blankets down the back, put the saddles down, get the horses and you bring them out like a couple at a time and give them to the others, and yeah, nobody nobody notices at all silent you do it all under the cover of night thanks to all the beta carotene in your system that's right i'm almost like a vampire almost a bread vampire so yeah you guys set out in the middle of the night to these uh these ruins uh we'll just make a quick test here who's who's guiding who wants to make the test to uh use the stars and the directions you're given to make your way there let's do our navigator my survival is uh, not great. <laughs> I mean, I can... Good at yeah, I don't care. Needed. Survival? We can see or we can't see? Like, is it the, You can is see. Yeah, yeah, we'll say, okay. we'll yeah. say it's the the moon is out. You can see it's not a, like, overcast okay. night. Okay. Can we uh, can we assist, Pavel? Yeah, you guys can assist. You can just spend some momentum, too. We have a bunch. True, true. Who's, who's rolling? I lost track of who You're rolling. I am. Oh, okay. It's it's just okay. Survival with the attribute. Uh, we'll do coordination. Oh dear. No, we won't do coordination. We'll do. <laughs> oh dear. Reason? Uh, reason, reason, observation. That's and then, slightly better. Or survival, I mean. And I guess the most uh, appropriate one would be orienteering. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm sure nobody has anything in orienteering. Has focus in orienteering because <laughs> that comes up all. The oh time. my god! So you're using what the moon, the stars. <laughs> you, get, you fill your momentum back up full. Wow. The moon, the stars. You like picked up on little like bits and facts that were just like dropped in passing on you know things you may encounter along the way there, and <laughs> you're just like on focus it actually takes you only like 45 minutes instead of an hour and a half to get there you find a new better route that nobody else was really aware of uh the only thing you really encounter you you make your way through 
what they called the the leafless woodland. Um, there's fog kind of like down low on the ground, and you encounter um, the odd grouping of goats bleating, um, foraging through the forest. Uh, and it was mentioned that they belong to local farmers. They're just like allowed to just kind of roam and feed and eat. So that's all really happens. You guys eventually make your way to a clearing and uh, you are faced with these ancient ruins. Like you've never seen them before. You're blown away by ancient ruins, but uh, you get there and the buildings that are there, they don't resemble like standard Western conception of pyramids. Cause you're told there's pyramids here or the ruins of pyramids. Um, they're actually really badly weathered and they look more like gigantic decaying, like termite mounds more than anything. Uh, and nothing like, uh, like the, the great pyramids of Egypt. Mm. So you kind of start poking around and milling about. And, uh, you know, as you're there, you guys all kind of get the feeling that you're being watched. Or some, or something's following you. Do we sense like a direction, or just everywhere, or? Uh, you can make me an insight observation. Just one of you. <sighs> you know Who's what? Good? I'm just gonna make the hand symbol from the other night. Sure. You make a hand signal. And you just kind of stand there and everybody's looking at you like, what's going on? The fuck is he doing? <laughs> and uh, you hear this like <laughs> cackling and you can hear like things like rattling in the forest nearby. And it's a single voice. I'm going to pull out the cup and scry on our location. See if I can get like bird's eye near him and see if I can find the person. <laughs> Back to the cup. I wanna... This cup has to do something. I want to see the place that I'm at right now. So, it cannot be this useless. There's no it's way. It's not useless. It's not like on the other side of the world and what was going on at that t- point in time. But sure, yes, you Get, take... <laughs> Captain Wolf looks over to Henri and he's like, all right. Then he walks over towards the voice. He's like, come on out. Hey, <laughs> this cackling. And you see this like short, wizened old man. He's like smiling and there's like, just a few teeth left in his mouth and he's wearing a matted he's got matted gray hair and he's wearing like robes and he's 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 like the stereotypical image of like a crazed doctor wandering the woods he's got a staff and he's the rattling is all these things hanging from these charms hang from his neck and he's got a large leather sack uh that he's got one hand around all times and his other hands on his staff and uh Jonathan, Jonathan, hum, hum, hum yourself. I was about to say, Ruby, you read my mind. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hum the tune. I'm gonna hum the tune. He, uh, he, he's walking close to you, and you, you see him smile, and his eyes close, and he like shakes his head, and uh, almost like in recognition, he, he holds his hand up for you to stop. He goes, "Soon it will not be your time. You." Would be better to go now while it still has to master you. Beware the flames if you do not want to see me again yesterday and tomorrow. <laughs> and he just starts cackling after saying that. So 
So basically, just go do what we got to do now and stay away from the flames. I'll I'll say, so that triggers also, like, all of a sudden, the vision of the flames, the fire that you saw the night before in your, your like, lucid dream that you had as well. There's that fire on the column uh, and the mask once the ritual was said. Hmm. Kinda. He's just like staring at us after that. And now he's like looking at you, grinning. He's got like no teeth in his mouth, and he's just like staring at all of you. How how's Leo? Oh. Hmm. He just kind of like makes noises and looks at you, and he holds up his hand again, and he he takes out like a charm, an amulet, or almost like a necklace, and he puts it around your neck, Ruby. And he laughs again. And it looked down. What what does it look like? It is uh, the amulet. Actually, resembles that that mask that you saw in the house. Oh wow! Awesome. This is this it's, is so it's cool. in my, it's in my, yep, the Mayan god of heaven's day and night. And he gives it to you, and he laughs some more, and uh, he looks at the rest of you, and. He just turns around and starts like sauntering back towards the woods, laughing and cackling. What a lovely man. <laughs> I mean, yeah. No, he shows oh, up when we need him. Uh, Pavel, the it, it's the it's the Itzima guy. It's it on the amulet. Oh yes, yes, it is the Yes, like the mask and like no blood though. It's, like, oh. it's hard to see in in in, in nighttime. Ruby could change That's that. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that was weird riddle, right? Well, I mean, yes, uh, absolutely. It makes sense though, because like if you think about it, maybe we've already done this before. Obviously, we've already done this before. Because when we woke up, we saw the fire, Henri touched the mask and it's like we restarted again. So maybe this is yesterday. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm with you. You're uh, so smart. Whatever you say, I believe you. So we, so we, so should... we are like in time loop or something. Yeah. It's like oh. lost in time, just like a bug in a jar. No matter where you go, there you are. There you are. So, like, should we go? Yes. I don't like riddles. Oh goodness, <laughs> my head hurts. You're a learned oh. man. You don't want this mumbo jumbo. It's yeah, just it, demo. It, it, go now and beware the flames. If you don't want to see me again yesterday and tomorrow or some such nonsense, so, so like, don't touch the mask this time. Yeah, and we or... just go into the tunnel, <gasps> and then we don't repeat the day. Okay, and we go oh. now. Like we don't wait for the rest of them. We. we go... <laughs> you guys don't really know where you're going. But... Yeah, it's like we don't have any idea where this place is. <laughs> oh, let me use this That's cup. Fair. Oh wait, this cup is so useless. Doesn't show you the path. It shows you a place, the place you're thinking of. Yes, and I've been, I've thought I've been to this place in the dream state. That's why it's not that. You weren't here in the dream state. No, not this place. The place no, we're going. I know. To. No, you weren't. It's not the same. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess we can't go to those keep, ruins either because keep that's not shouting right. about this cup being useless. <laughs> it's still useless. All right, let's end there with the crazy old man walking back into the woods, and you guys going, "We need to leave now." Okay, there. 
<laughs> done. Jeff, what do you got going on in the Lollygaggers right now? Oh, man. Uh, tomorrow night, Aaron is running Conan for us. So we're starting that up. We already made characters. There's session zero. And so we have our first actual session of play. Uh, Saturday, we're going to be doing one ring in a couple of weeks. We're going to be doing a big old giveaway uh, with some free league stuff, some Norse Foundry stuff. So uh, we'll talk cool. more about that then. Uh, we got some, yeah, 50th, 50th uh, episode of that campaign coming up soon. So we're going to do a big old giveaway. Uh, Monday, we are doing, what are we doing Monday? Holler for Savage Worlds. Uh, and then uh, on Tuesday, our buddy Steven is running some Forbidden Lands. Very cool. Uh, Megan, what's going on with you? Um, I'm meeting you in the back room of a building on Sunday. <laughs> that's right. You are. Uh, <laughs> that's accurate. With and your husband. With that. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what do, what do we what do you want to play? We're playing board games. It's our board game night. Every other Sunday we've now have a right, we have a set they call we have a set board games. game night. What are we playing? What do we do we want to try Nemesis again or are we try something else? Um I feel like we should all just bring a game and whatever we plan to play. So we'll play something before you get. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll bring something shorter. And then we could maybe a couple shorter games. I don't know. Cool. Cause other than that, nothing. Just um eagerly an anticipating um the finale yes uh aaron what's going on with garblag let's see next week on garblag i believe tuesday uh at 3 p.m central standard time millie will be back with some more coriolis coriolis that is uh on wednesday jim will be taking us back into traveler um after a couple of weeks off uh thursday i believe pete is still going to be running fractured empire some uh, edge of empire star wars which is a lot of fun and then uh, of course thursday night uh next week we'll be back to figure out whether or not we're going to uh going back run off into the into the night or go back and <laughs> back in time forward in time who knows who knows there's something definitely going with some of the people in that party though um jeremy Tell me about this Patreon. Yeah, and read some Patreon. You've got comics, maps, other fun assets. Check it out. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Evan, anything going on? No. No. <laughs> I, I, I ask to be nice. Uh, <laughs> all right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. It's fun, as always. Great group. I love it. I love this group. Uh, we'll be back next Thursday with more Actun Cthulhu. Most likely wrap up British Honduras before heading to the next leg of the journey. So thanks everybody for joining us. Have a great night. and We'll see you next week. Goodbye.